Welcome back to the Athlete Mindshow Podcast, guys, where we help young athletes break their mental and physical limitations so that they can achieve high performance in their sports goals. This is episode 376. Develop your IQ in your sport, be disciplined inside and outside your sport, and you win by working in training. Before the age of 30, it was already being talked about as one of the greatest mixed martial artists of all time. He's the youngest ever champion in the ufc today on the show the great john bones jones when we talk about mma greats or ufc greats you're talking about the likes of anderson silver george st pierre fedor emilianenko demetrius johnson and many of all these other guys but you see john jones has always been a part of that conversation as well if you've watched mma or you've been a fan uh, you know that the sports is a dangerous one not dangerous in the sense of life-threatening uh, all combat sports are dangerous in that regard but dangerous in the sense of the unexpected a fight can end in the blink of an eye uh, it could be over before it even begins the fastest knockout in the ufc uh, is five seconds i think that was um Jorge mas vidal against ben Askren few few weeks ago or they about meaning that you could literally turn to greet a friend you know or to pick a phone call and the fight will be over so when you last at the top in mma it's usually a combination of you doing the right thing and being gifted john jones is both he started his professional mma career at the age of 21 after being a standout wrestler in high school and dropping out of college to go into the sport full-time he quickly dispatched his first six opponents to build a six and oh record the biggest platform in mma is the ufc the ultimate fighting championship is the goal of most fighters to fight in the ufc at some point in their career john jones got his chance that same year he turned pro to fight in the ufc on two weeks notice it was a chance he took and duly made the most of it was the start of a highlight real career in 2009 the ufc signed jones to a new four fight contract mma is a technical sport and there are rules to follow jones learned the hard way when he was disqualified for illegal elbows in a fight with matt hamill although many believe uh, that john jones was on his way to winning that fight in dominant fashion if the fight of course uh, did not end by knockout it remains his only loss to date uh, that's if you want to call it a loss anyways jones continued to impress in the ufc as he stepped up the competition he faced time and again he eventually got his chance to fight for the light heavyweight championship against mauricio rua it wasn't a chance jones would let pass he dominated and rules to a third round tko victory from then on it was one title defense after the other against the biggest names that the division has to offer you name them jones fought and defeated them perhaps the success was all too much for jones to deal with or maybe he thought it was untouchable in 2015 jones was stripped of his light heavyweight title by the ufc and suspended after he was linked to a hit and run incident in which police were investigating jones was later reinstated to the ufc and had to fight for his title against daniel Cormier, who became champion in his absence jones had earlier defeated Cormier to retain his title jones would again win the rematch by tko but not before of course he had to overcome other challenges he was suspended by usada for a doping violation after the rematch with Cormier, jones was again suspended by usada for another potential doping violation making it the third time that jones had been suspended either by the ufc or usada and of course usada is the united states anti-doping agency after his suspension and working to clear his name jones returned in 2018 to reclaim the light heavyweight title defeating alexander gustafson by knockout 
He went on to defeat Anthony Smith and Thiago Santos to defend his belt. Before the controversies that have surrounded his career, Jones was one of the few MMA fighters to be sponsored by Nike and the first on an international scale. Today is your mentor, guys. And there are three lessons that I want you to learn from John Jones uh, in the UFC. Now, of course, I know many of you are boxing fans and I'm sure many of you are UFC fans as well. You know, MMA, mixed martial arts. So you have the wrestling, you have the striking, uh, then you have the jiu-jitsu, then, you know, there's those, those Brazilian stuff involved. It's such an interesting sport. And of course, you know, I started watching it large scale due to Conor McGregor and uh, the attention that he brought. Now, obviously, I've been watching in sports, you know, seeing all these, you know, older guys, George St. Pierre doing his thing, uh, you know, when he was in welterweight divisions and all of that. It's, it's it's a really technical sport because there's so many elements involved. So when you stay at the top for so long, then it means that you're doing something right. It means that you've gotten to the point where you can be called an expert. Now, you see all these other guys, you know, even Anderson Silva at some point lost. Yes, you know, was messing around with the ring, then he got knocked out. You know, George St. Pierre stepped out of the sports and he had to rest, had all these injuries. You know, then even he was defeated in sport. Before he started his long run, he was defeated in sports as well. He was knocked out at some point in his career. But you see, John Jones has been largely, largely untouchable. And the reason for that is the number one lesson that I want you to learn from him today. And that is that develop your IQ in your sport. Now, if you remember the episode that we brought Alan Stein Jr. on the podcast to talk about uh, so many of the things. If you remember one of the parts uh, in that interview where he talked about, look, everyone can have skill. Everyone can uh, have the technique to do whatever it is they want to do in their sport. But do you know when to do it? That is the important thing. You see, that is where IQ comes. You know, everybody can throw a pass. Do you know when to throw the pass? Everybody can take a shot in football. Do you know when to take the shot? Do you know where to target in the goal that would most certainly beat the goalkeeper? Everyone can play free kick. Okay, but do you know uh, the particular approach that you should take at a particular time, whether it's late in the game, whether it's early in the game, whether you feel the goalkeeper is tired, maybe it's not going to be able to get down. You know, those are things guys that have to do with iq and that's one of the things that john jones has largely largely depended on in the ufc and of course it reminds me of floyd Mayweather jr you see these are guys that when they get into the ring john jones of course gets into the octagon you know they're able to adapt as things happen during the fight as things present themselves during the fight for floyd Mayweather jr one of the things that he always said was i see everybody can box everybody can you know throw hard punches and shuffle and all of those things but you see when it comes to adaptability I can adapt better than any fighter ever in the world. So, you know, so he gets in there. And of course, you remember the fight with Shea Mosley where he gets rocked in the second round. He had to adjust his tactics and go back to boxing. You know, eventually coasted and won that fight. That is one of the lessons. That's one of the things that has made John Jones so great in the UFC. The IQ he has for the sport. Okay, when should I throw a leg kick? When should I strike? When should I throw a jab? When should I wrestle? All of those things, guys, they're the things that make him as great as he is. So the question I have for you guys is that are you developing your IQ in your sport? Now, of course, I know one of the biggest objections that you're going to say now is, you know, my sport doesn't really involve any IQ. That's absolutely wrong. There is no sport in what? Even the marathon runners, there's an IQ involved in marathon running because you see, you have the pace setters in front. Okay, so do you want to stay close to the pace setters or do you want to be like in the middle of the park where, of course, you're conserving your energy? Then, of course, you pick the right time to strike. Now, there was a race. Uh, recently in one of the diamond league meetings where uh, this guy i can't remember if it was the steeple chase or the 1500 meters or whichever one it is uh, where of course he thought that the race was done and that he had won you know so as he crossed the line he didn't he didn't know that there was one lap remaining so he had already started celebrating while of course the other guys were coasting past so now he had to rejoin 
the race. He had slowed down the tempo of his body. Now he had to rejoin the race. He said that's a guy that was not involved. He wasn't mentally involved in the race, thinking that he was already on the last lap when there was actually one lap to go. Guys, you have to develop your IQ in your sport. So how do you do this, guys? You do this by studying. One of the things that John Jones always says, guys, is that you see everyone thinks that there's a weakness in my game, but you see when you get into the octagon, you see I'm able to adapt to your tactic when you start out in the octagon so the first round okay you notice that this guy you know is throwing leg kicks or this guy is doing this or this guy is doing that and of course uh, this was reminiscent in his most recent fights against Thiago Santos the Brazilian guy you know who is a massive power puncher you know Jones didn't try to engage he didn't try to uh, wrestle with him now of course it was a close fight split decision you know but he kept him at bay you know with jabs you know and straight right hands guys you have to develop your iq how do you do this you do this by studying by being a student of your sport you see when you see so many scenarios when you see uh, so many incidents in your sports when you see how other athletes are reading the game in your sport they are invariably developing your iq so that when you go in there you know that okay no this is not the right time to do this uh, this is not the right time to do that this is not the right time to approach it this way guys developing your iq in your sport is what is going to stand you and of course uh, if you're maybe I don't know any sport that it is. Is it badminton or whichever sport it is that doesn't involve using your IQ? Your IQ is paramount. It is so important that you can never ever shy away from it. You can never stay away from it because that is exactly what you are going to need in order to do what you're doing. First lesson, guys, develop your IQ in your sport. The second lesson, guys, is be disciplined inside and outside your sport. Be disciplined inside and outside as well now obviously you know just like i said in the intro you know this is a guy who you know was untouchable in the ufc so maybe that got to his head maybe he thought he was invincible and of course you know started having all these incidents you know first uh, it was a hit and run accident where he was involved and of course he left the scene now of course uh, you know in the u.s that's a massive deal they're able to identify you that's a big big problem you know when you hit someone or you have an accident of course they leave the scene i mean it's 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 a massive problem and of course then the doping violations as well now he was able to clear his name to an extent where it was proved that uh, the substances that were found in the system could not have influenced his performance and all of those things but he will still always still be an asterisk against his name you know so when anyone is talking about him yes he's one of the greatest you know the asterisk is always going to be there that you know wasn't he suspended twice for doping violations and all that and blah 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 you know guys you have to be disciplined inside and outside your sport now when it comes to boxing and all these mixed martial arts sports and all that you know because the trade is so intense you know there's so many uh, elements that are involved you know so there's so many supplements you know that athletes use and all of that now many of all the supplements can be tainted many of all these supplements can you know have certain factory things in them that they don't put on the labels that if you're reading the labels you're not going to know that that thing is there so if you're using it you know get flagged in your system guys you have to be disciplined inside and outside your sport you see the the discipline that you have in your sport you also the athletes that when they are on the track to train you know that's when there's laser focus that's when you know they mean business that's when you know nothing can distract them but you see the minute they get off the track or off the course then it's almost like everything goes guns blazing and everything you know goes haywire you cannot live your life like that now of course i've given the example of novak djokovic you know at a point when uh, when he won the french open in 2016 i believe it was and his lifelong dream of uh, having the career grand slam so holding all the grand slams having won all of them you know having achieved you know he let his life outside the court 
you know, kind of spiral out of control. And of course, that's when he suffered dips and, you know, it was really, really a terrible run for him. So when he came back to prominence and, of course, he started dominating again, you know, and he started winning the way that people knew that he could win, the mental toughness that he had, you know, and he was asked about this and he said, look, you know, I just had to clean up my life outside the court because one of the things I've always believed is that the same dedication I show on the court is the same dedication I must show out of the court so guys you have to be disciplined inside and outside the sport so you see the indiscipline that john jones had nearly cost him his legacy in total because of the things that he did outside the octagon so guys you know training yes is great but if you're going to be successful if you're going to be great you know and i suppose that you're not doing this you know as a pastime you're not doing this just to uh, while away time and you know see how things go you're doing this because at least you want to achieve something at least you want to be the best that you can be so if that is the case guys it has to travel all across your life so inside the ring what are the things you're eating when you're in season when you're training then of course maybe outside the ring or outside the course then of course you start eating anything that you want to eat it's never going to work that way the same discipline that you're showing while you're on the court while you're in season at any point in time is the same thing that you must show outside in your personal life you know so when you're not training what are you doing are you still as disciplined so when you're not working out when you're not doing all of those things that you're supposed to do in your sport, are you still showing the same discipline? So when we talk about developing your IQ in your sport, you see, you're not going to be, you're not going to only develop your IQ while you're training. You're not going to only develop your IQ when you are in season. You see, it's the things that you do when training is done. It's the things that you do in the off season. Those are the things that contribute to you developing your IQ. And of course, there was a video I saw of Rafael Nadal. Now, of course, remember that he made it to the Wimbledon semifinals, you know, and he lost to Roger Federer and all of that. You know, just few days after there was a picture of him already on the court training again see that's a guy that you know it's not only when okay a grand slam is coming then i'm going to try i'm going to start piecing it together i'm going to start training i'm going to start doing all of that no even when there's nothing at stake i mean he's not preparing for any competition as this currently you know and he's still training guys that is the discipline that you must have outside and inside it's not when there's something at stake that you start running around that's the second lesson guys that i want you to learn from john jones and the final lesson guys is you win by working in training you win by working in training this was something that i picked from his last fight against thiago santos now of course one of the things that thiago santos did was that he attacked john jones leg so in john jones is this guy that you know many believe has skinny legs his calves are not uh, the biggest in the world you know so john jo- um thiago santos peppered those legs with leg kicks from every single angle such that you know john jones after the fight had to leave on a wheelchair now of course Thiago santos tore his acl uh, in his knees as well so he also had to leave you know on a stretcher on on a wheelchair but that aside but it was the interview that john jones did outside the octagon after the fight where he said he was asked rather uh, you know that you know those leg kicks these are things that people have talked about for a while was Thiago santos able to achieve that you know and john jones smiled and said yes you know in noticed a weakness in my game and he attacked it but i can guarantee you that that weakness will not be there ever again and it's important because at every single point in john jones's career people have identified the things that they can use in order to beat him daniel Cormier did it alexander gustafson did it you know every fighter he has faced you know has identified something you know that we can use you know this is john jones's weakness so we can use this we can defeat him we can beat him we can come out victorious but you see because of the iq that john jones has for the sport you know which was the first lesson that i wanted you to learn from him and how he adapts during the game he quickly realizes in the fight 
that okay this is what these guys are doing this is their tactic this is their strategy in this fight now once he's able to adapt and he's able to win guess what he does he goes back into training works on that apparent or that perceived weakness that he had and of course coming back into the next fight that fighter or any fighter that he's facing is never going to be able to use it again guys you win by working in training so you identify something on the track on the court uh, on the pitch wherever it is you identify something you see then you go into training and that is where you perfect it that is where you master it so it's not a situation uh, whereby uh, training is just a time to have fun training is just a time to faff around training is just a time you know to play and you know work on uh, your physical elements you know so you're getting bigger muscles you're getting bigger thighs you're working on your core doing a lot of sit-ups no you see training is also the time where you go to work tactically so if you're a track and field athlete you know so the elements of your sport training is where you work on it so are you getting out of the blocks fast so if it's high jump you know your timing just before you leap over uh, the hurdle are you able to time it to perfection or are you starting too far back or are you too close so that you can't leap and cross you know so if it's football as well what position do you play so what are the elements that make you great in that position so you watch the previous match and you notice that okay look i wasn't making the right passes i wasn't choosing the right decision you see you go into training and that is where you actually work on those things training guys that is where you work so you win the execution that the things that you're going to do in the game eventually you see you win you achieve that by working in training so training is not just for fun and that's why i always recommend the athlete master daily planner you see in that planner you're going to be able to map out your specific task for that particular day and of course when that day is done then you're able to go back and look at okay what worked what didn't work what was i supposed to change what was i supposed to work on but you see many people don't have any regimen you know so they go in you know the coach tells them that okay these are the three things that i want you to do today or these are the five things we're going to do today once they're done pack up the bag goes home doesn't look back on anything and or even identify the key areas that those things were supposed to address the key areas or the key things that those things were supposed to do for them in order to ensure that that training achieved the objective that he was able to achieve so head over to atlimash.com forward slash daily planner that's where you're going to get that daily planner where of course you're able to itemize you're able to track the things that you're doing for that particular day it's just one page you know so that day everything is spelled out the way it should and of course you're able to also look back on things that work how are you going to change it how are you going to reinforce it and all of those things you see these are deep things that ensure that each training is utilized to the maximum at least guys episode 376 john jones one of the greatest fighters in mixed martial arts history and of course uh, it'd be interesting to see his next fight and of course how we can correct the perceived weaknesses that he noticed from that fight against Thiago Tantos. You win by working in trade. Of course, the two other lessons, develop your IQ in your sport and be disciplined inside and outside your sport. Head out to There's so many other free resources there for you. Everything is geared to making you the better athlete, making you the best athlete you can be. Remember, the goal here on Athletic is to help you break everything that is limiting you. So what is preventing you from scaling? What is preventing you from moving forward? What is preventing you from achieving your goals? We help you break all of that here. So of course, consistent high performances, that is what you're going to be able to achieve. So you're going to get those free resources at atlimaster.com you can get the paid resource atlimaster daily planner at atlimaster.com forward slash daily plan of course do not forget leave us a rating and review the way that other athletes find the podcast is with your rating and review and of course i'm going to look at it and see how many rating and reviews that we have you know so uh, we'll create a target for ourselves for the end of the year so by the end of the year this is the amount of 
uh, reviews that I want to have. And of course, uh, randomly, I pick somebody, uh, work with you, coach you, uh, kind of identify the things that you're struggling with. So if you do not leave that rating review, head over to athletematch.com forward slash subscribe. Athletematch.com forward slash subscribe to leave that rating and review right now. Catch you on the next episode of the show. Remember, knowing is not enough, you must apply. Willing is not enough, you must do. I want you to go out there. I want you to learn all the lessons you can today from John Bones Jones. I want you to go out there and I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.